Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now into Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Italian Stallion, Mr. Sunny Elephant here. Now with me, when we're off the air, I call him C. When you hear call him C, it's because he only speaks Spanish. My man, Shooter, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing good, doing good. You know, I love, you know I love black. What's First born in the house today. First born in the house, how you doing, baby? Late night session. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. I'll talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app and tell your friends about it. It's available on Google Play and iTunes. Yeah. Chips, yeah, baby. Yes, it is, man. Yes, it is, man. Late night session tonight. Man, you got the energy. This is this is my hours, man. This my it's late hours, night. Man. This ain't your hours, this man. Hours, you ain't man. about, the, you you ain't about this life. What you talking about, man? I nap. I nap, I nap half my days away. You better believe that. You better believe that. Like I am always, always sleeping. Always sleeping. So I'm a possum, homie. Just wait to attack. Nah, I just feel with rabies. <laughs> Ferocious. Make sure you hit up imrcf.com forward slash contact. My man's over there. My man Low Lynn. Check out the locations. Two-week free trial. It just mention us. Just tell them Sunny sent you. It's cool. Or, or shoot us sent you. Go there. We got people signing up left or right. Pretty soon I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to knock on his door and be like, yo, I, I think it's time. I'm 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 due. I'm O. <laughs> I think it's time. Is that is gonna go? How many times does that actually work for you saying I think well, it's time? I've known this man a long time. I think it's gonna be more just like a it's probably gonna be bad pod by just showing you the facial expressions, but you know, I'm just like, hey, 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 that's a conversation right there, right? You know what I'm saying? Got you. That's the conversation right there. We used to share eyeglasses. That's how far we go. That's how far back we go, son. Check them out. It's, you get a, you get a workout in the show. Shooter guaranteed to be topless, and, and he just brings flocks of women with him all the time. They just follow around. They throw rose petals. It's like coming to America. You're welcome. Come to. Tacoma. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, love. That's right. Number one draft pick over here. Now that how how we winning? Remember this. Someone took the same situation you're complaining about and won with it. Why you got to call me out like that on the show? Man, hey, oh, wait, oh, if the oh, shoe that's fits. Oh, my bad, my bad. If my the bad. shoe fits. No. Yeah. That's a good one, man. I like that. Say it nah. one more time. One more time. Someone took the same situation you're complaining about and won with it. Nope. So, look, there ain't nothing new under the sun. Nope. You ain't going through nothing that nobody hasn't seen before, man. Nope. Hey, just like Kanye West said it, even though you hate him, he's like, I didn't play the hand that I was dealt. I changed my cards, man. No, that, that's a, it's a good quote. And if you're ever on the receiving end of that quote, don't take it as disrespect. That's someone that cares for you and wants to tell you the, to help you get back. Any one of our keys to victory, it's not to shoot at anybody. Of A lot not. of the stuff is for myself Motivation. and for us. Oh, so just selfish. because you're me, so I know I need it. It's always good to hear a good yeah. word, man. It makes yeah. me feel good, and it's just like, you know what? You're right. You should listen to our show sometimes. You get to hear that good word over and over again. Nah, man, I can't hear your voice. Like, I can only hear your like voice Johnny one Depp. time through. <laughs> I already got to hear your stories over and over again, and I let you roll with that. I can't. I can't do this. Cool. <laughs> now, that's, now, that's a good friend. I've probably told him the same story four or five times. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just, I just let him do it. He doesn't tell anyway, me. 73. That's right. Chin 73. Take it over the world, baby. Like how we have the VA in the Vegas shot glasses, man. Yeah, that's it. Uh, happy accident. Happy accident there. I don't, know how, I don't know how that Vegas one got here. So, we're going to go to this fight card this weekend. Only two fights to talk about. That yep. The recap, uh, we had uh, Ray Vargas versus Oscar Negretis. Yes. In this, um, it reminded me of Negrete. Rocky when he was against uh, the Hulk. 
when he kind of walked up and stared up to his opponent, the the way Ray Vargas towered above Oscar DeGretes. First of all, he's a super bantamweight. Ray Vargas is 122 pounds. Yeah. That was the weight limit. And he was 5'10". <sighs> it's cheating, right? It, it, no, it's not really cheating no, because really, if yeah. Austin Negrete... That just Negrete, shows how small that these guys are, right? Yeah. Well, if Austin Negrete he came up for any kind of power, like man, that's when you attack the body or yeah. something like that. But at the same Short time... Short arms couldn't get in. It, but he was determined because he was taking some shots. He, he made it rough and ugly for him. And it, it was entertaining to watch. Um, <laughs> the first thing I thought when I saw um, Ray Vargas was... He looked like Nacho Libre's partner. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, I don't believe in Jesus. Yeah. I believe in science. That's the first. That's the first thing that came to my mind. So I was funny. just like, I just nah. like, man. Yeah, I think you nailed it. You, nailed it. That's, <laughs> that's, you, can't, you can't get any better. Than I watch too many movies and too many shows, man. That's to, a good you reference, make that reference yeah. man. So nah. if you guys, anybody out there, see Nacho Libre? You see his partner. That's what Ray Vargas, the WBC champion, who was thirty and twenty, thirty and zero yeah. with twenty two knockouts going into this, that, man. Uh, uh, Rigando left 122 because apparently they asked him about a you know if, if he didn't leave yeah. if you would have took the fight well he didn't say no yeah but he also didn't, <laughs> didn't say, say yes, yes. like a sure. lot of times you that's don't want sure. you don't want those problems man. I feel like after this fight Ray Vargas was the one who looked like he lost because of those two cuts and stuff yeah it did he yeah he, he looked pretty Ruslan rough yeah. face, man. he was he was all battered up well I mean that's what happens with the guys fighting dirt not fighting dirty but fighting hard to get on the inside and makes it rough and ugly this is what happens this is boxing part of the sport it's an occupational uh, hazard my friend uh, yeah so uh the one thing about it is I really did enjoy this fight uh even though it was really it wasn't really one-sided but it kind of was if that makes any sense though uh, Ray Vargas a lot of body shots he had killer hooks um he was a hard worker though too um Nacho Berenstein 78 years old man still in the Damn, corner man man like, Oof. any prominent Mexican fighter right? is going through him, basically, man. But, yeah. like... That's when, crazy. Um, when I saw that, um, it reminded me, they say what kills people more than anything is... Uh, Crack. That... Guns. That's part of it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's part from, of after it. After the fame, after um, the fame. But it was, like, rest in retirement. Like, when yeah, people no. when people who... People go work, do, their, whole work their whole life they tend to live a little bit longer because yep. they feel like they have a job to do yep. it's whenever they quit or they retire they that's when working, they end yeah. up hanging it up and then well god ends up <laughs> god's <laughs> hanging, hanging them up right <laughs> literally yeah. hanging them up for themselves and then they have to keep themselves busy that's yeah, for sure look first of all we've seen we've we work around a lot of people yep. and we see a lot of older mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. we see people old at 40 yeah yeah for this man to yeah. be be in his right mind and be able to train, train at the, top, at, at the a, highest at t- level at the highest level yeah at the highest level so that's crazy that's um, insane Ray Vargas was beautiful to watch the yeah. game, man uh, Oscar Negrete 17-0 uh, seven, no- uh, 7 knockouts got a shot he had a shot he was trying to create pressure um, I'm assuming he was, he was the only one who took the fight too because he, he I guess he moved up from 115 to 122 or two weight divisions so yeah, yeah. so 115 no one, no you had a, no you had a right that's one weight division 115 to 122? 115, 118, then 122. So, oh, yeah, yeah. 118, yeah, you're right. So you're he, right. he jumped up two weight divisions to fight him. So already I'm either thinking like, okay, did you guys cherry pick him or was he really the only one who wanted to take the fight? Which is most likely that one just because Ray Vargas is 5'10", got that long reach, and he's going to tower pretty much above everybody he faces at that weight division. He's going to tower, but 
it's kind of hard to judge it whether nobody else wanted to take a fight or if you know they did handpicked him because yeah. one, I mean he's seventeen and no, he's still young in his yeah. he's still young in his career. But at the same time, he, could, is, he had a good record. Ray it's, Vargas was just it was and it was a good solid fight for him because I mean it made him it made him go twelve rounds. It put him in a tough and ugly fight. It put him in an uncomfortable situation he may have never been in before. It is thirty one professional fights. And you know one of my favorite words in boxing is right. Huh. Unify, unify. You got Jesse Magdaleno running around there with the WBO. Right. Um, Guillermo Rigondeau. They want to see, they want to see what he's going to do. Whether he's going to come back. Actually, you We're know, what's really more funny. About him. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. later. I want to. Did I put that article up? There was a great article about Superfly. So right now we have so, who else who at this, at this weight division? We got uh, Ray Vargas. We have Jesse Magdalena. Who's the other champions over there? Uh, Daniel Roman, uh, Ryan Suki, Iwasa, 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 Iwasa. It's a, a, a delicacy in some countries. No. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Ray Vargas, congratulations on your win, retaining your WBC championship. Belt, um, look forward to see. You know what I'm mad about? Like, especially when you have uh, these lower weight classes, you know, it's not sexy in America, you know, at these lower weight classes, unless you're just like a prominent superstar, like a Guillermo Rigondeau or something like And even then, he, he doesn't he's get He's not really a he superstar, does, but he could be. But it's just like, this is my first time actually watching a Ray Vargas fight live. Really? Okay. Yeah. Have you seen him before? Yeah, Did you watch him before? Mm-hmm. I've seen him before. And then it's just, those kind of things make me upset because it's just like, the you're doing the world a disservice. Like I think all championship bouts, especially with these lower costs, they need to be none of that can be overseas, none of that can be uh closed circuit television. All that kind of stuff needs to be publicized so more people can watch. That's how you build your brand. Yeah. 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 Take it down world boxing series. Even if you have even if you have like a say a heavyweight championship or a super middleweight or any one of those that doesn't even have to be a championship fight. Even if you have a Ray Vargas yeah. championship fight on the undercards, yeah. at least get them some exposure because that's just exactly how you, you hey, get these guys out of here. Remember, world, we made bum fights famous, all right? Hey, real that's talk. Because right, we, we, we put it out to the right market. Uh, now, let's. Now I have America. this theory here. It's a, If you feel like you're at an end, depending on your sport is when you should declare when it's your last time, right? Football. If it's your last, if your last hurrah, you say it because then you go out how you go out, especially if it's in the Super Bowl, like maybe Jerome Bettis, right? If you're Bernard Hopkins and you want to say it's your last fight, maybe not. Maybe you hold that one and let uh let the let whatever fight you lose decide it. Uh, maybe for Miguel Cotto, and you decide this is gonna be my last fight. Look, boxing. You decide your you decide your retirement after your fights, or the fights are going to decide it for you. For you, do not mention just like and you yeah. know what? It, of course, the way we're going to say because it it's just known in boxing. Um, Jim Lampley, the king of sneak, sneak disses. disses, he even sneaks disses, disses himself sometimes. Yeah, he he said it. He was just like, once you even think or utter the words retirement, you're you're, already, ha- you're, you're halfway already, out there. You're yep. already out Got there. One man. foot out so, the door. Yep. This is a good fight. It was a great fight. This is a great fight. Saddam Ali looked really good at one fifty four. He looked good at 154, yep. but you're talking about a 37-year-old Miguel Cotto who I didn't even think he didn't – he aged a little bit in the ring, but it was more of his wind that I think that got him out of there. Fatigue, uh, time. Fatigue, yeah. It's, it's kind he of tore hard to maintain that. In there, like he tore his bicep in there like halfway the fight. Bicep. But he was still, fi- still fighting like – but the but, punches were damp- – 
was bothering him on another level. Like, then that I've seen him get when he gets hit with punches. Like, yeah. There's no way you could tell me that Saddam Ali hits harder than Canelo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for him to react that way, those those are all the other bad signs in there. Or there are good signs that he recognized. How's that? That's probably the best way to put that one. But Saddam Ali... He, he, Good game plan. He, he came in. He Good came. game plan. Yeah. Um, I've I had it probably about Miguel Cotto, maybe up a round or a round or two, around the eighth, ninth round or whatever. And I think round ten, that's when Saddam Ali started doing his Sugar Ray Leonard, not necessarily closing out the rounds, but yeah. closing out the whole entire fight to yeah. make it to where he was. That's it's, the last thing you say, and he was yeah, he just looked more yeah. dominant to take the last um, nine. Nine to twelve rounds, so he had good timing. He was a pure boxer. He his game plan was perfect. Hold if you're starting to get overwhelmed or yeah. get, get flustered, um, but he was the better boxer overall. But Miguel Cotto is a warrior, man. Like yeah. honestly, just got. And it. I had and I I had to come to grips. I I've, I can I consider myself pretty open minded, and then we yes, heard. yeah, yes, and then I'm old school in the way to where. Yes, I hate this generation's music a lot. Like I don't I don't give anybody any credibility. I hate the way the NBA is turning into okay. or what it's turned into. I haven't been I've been into it, but I haven't come deeper in the rabbit hole, baby. Yeah. Come no, deeper in I the haven't rabbit been hole. in love with the NBA as much as I have been, you know, from the 90s and early 2000s just cuz of the way the game developed. He's now, never spoke this personal about any of the any now, relationships. Yeah, for real, man. This is me letting my heart out. I don't even do this to my girl. She listen to the show. Me it's picking cool. Miguel Cotto to beat Saddam Ali. Although I think it was a good pick, I think I chose with my heart more than I did my head. Because Miguel Cotto was still a name that I hold dear to my heart. He may not have been one of That's my favorite uh, fighters, but he is one of my favorite fighters. It's a good revelation <laughs> you had there, and, and it's good to see your honesty. This is one where I probably got inside my own head and just uh, didn't pick the right guy because I remember speaking up Saddam Ali, yeah. speaking him up. Yeah. And you said you gonna you think he's gonna win? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And I was that's wrong. The, and that's the one what but, it was. And that's probably probably for the same reasons because Miguel Cotto, third biggest pay per view boxing draw. Uh, you know he's right there with 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 Pacquiao and Floyd. Yeah. Both great resume, with some great fights. Resume. 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 That's how they say it. That sounds like a seasoning. Resume. Just sprinkle a little resume right on top of the, <laughs> yeah. on top so of the resume. resume. No, so um, I'll, one thing I love about Mago Koto, he said he tore his bicep in the seventh round. He said no excuses. He, hey. You know, you saw it. You saw it roll I wrote up this his out. arm. Nobody takes an L better than Miguel Koto. No. Like, no. And, and there's, you shouldn't no. be able to take a, like an L like and that. Like when, 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 when on the, the margarita rematch, Yeah. when the face, face off, he said, I didn't say nothing. I didn't accuse you of nothing. I didn't say nothing. I still yeah. didn't say nothing. I took my loss like a man. Yeah. And it looked right in you the eye. You know what? And the thing is, that's... You would wish and hope and pray to have a career like Miguel right? Cotto. Seven, lo- seven losses. Six losses. 41 and six now with 33 knockouts. Great resume. This, proven, we said it last week, proven you don't have to be undefeated to have yeah. a great career, man. Because the thing is... There is nothing. It's one of those. If we things just went through the names on his resume without saying we win or loss, we we did, we did. And the great thing about it is, we we went over it already. Mm-hmm. You, Miguel Cotto. When Hall of Fame comes around, 
it's oh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna say yeah he's in it's it it's, it, it, it's in it's no hesitation no it's no yeah. it's no oh, well he's it's, it's, it's no Miguel Cotto his legacy speaks and precedes itself and that's the one thing I love sometimes the sport will get it right sometimes yeah, yeah. you know there's a and especially with boxing as much as politics is involved the sport gets a lot wrong but I'm already speaking this into existence this now. is a guy this is a guy Miguel Cotto is a fighter who yeah. probably wanted to retire maybe three fights ago you know maybe even after the Canelo fight he was probably actually done. But just still kept fighting because when you're certain, comfortable with a certain lifestyle, it is what it is. You not listen to your head or your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That conflict alone will keep you going. Hanging out with your training camp friends more often, I guess you could say. Or Carver might say. I mean, I shoot might say. But Miguel Cotto is a stand-up guy. Nobody takes an L better. He wins good. Exciting to watch. Bicep, all fights. And that's the one thing. So, like, I read up about this fight before I even, uh, before I even watched it. So once he round seven is when I look for him to be hurt from his bicep. Either there, there's there's two things that's gonna happen, or a few things that's gonna happen. Either Miguel Cotto is lying about it just because he lost, which I don't think is the case. That's a super red, bro. Yes, the the super looks, red his yeah. bicep. Or he has the coldest poker face of yeah, all time. All time. All because time. I didn't, didn't I looked at like even with times when he got rocked. Go, he just he's like yeah I'm a yeah. little fuzzy but he, he was like hey, Jay Z you know, no facial expression at just all. the same him going back going into the eighth round him yeah. going back to the corner at the end of the seventh round I sit there I look for him wincing I I, I look for him looking at his arm yeah. to see if you know him complaining about it this man's a look the second respect. time that was the second respect. time watching it for me and I was looking for it and I didn't see it yeah. at all. And I forgot about it until about the ninth or 10th round when I just saw the redness in his arm because yeah. it popped in my head. And because of that, I was, I was like, man, because he was still fighting. like. Yeah. But those, those, those shots, Saddam he went, Ali just came. He, he came, man. He showed up. He showed he up. He showed up. He showed up. And there was, even though Saddam Ali Brooklyn is 29 Nate. years old, he's, he's eight Max, years younger. He's eight years younger than Miguel Max Cotto. Max Kellerman so. said when uh, there was a moment, I want to say it was uh, maybe the ninth or 10th round when uh, Miguel Cotto had him on the ropes. Yeah. And he had one option that was just to fight his way off of it. Yeah. And he did. And when you don't have the certain skills or anything else, he just uses pure athleticism. Just being the younger guy. Just fought his way off of it. And that was possibly one of the turning points that just kind of put him on that domination path. So Miguel Cotto is definitely a future Hall of Famer and one of the many fighters to retire this year. We have a list of legends retire. So we had three in the Hall of Fame. Eric Morales. Okay. And, and we put this article up on Facebook.com forward slash square circle one oh one. So so and make sure you guys one? if uh, if you're not if you're catching all your information here, that's one thing. But on our page, we try to keep that as yeah. updated. That's probably the thing that we're most consistent Most consistent of. Of. I've <laughs> had homies hit me up saying, yo, I've seen every video on it. They love the page. Like yeah, I've had so some homies. Good, man. And we put it we put things out as often as we can, man. We busy, man. You know, hey. Until you guys start paying us, trying to take and over the world, baby. <laughs> we're trying to take over. Until you guys start paying us, and where we can keep everything updated, man. This is what it's going to be for right now. Yeah. Eric Morales, Vitaly Klitschko, and Ronald Winky Wright into the Hall of Fame, but Miguel Cotto is one of many legends to retire this year. Yeah. So, want to go through that list, or you want to talk about Javante yeah. Davis real quick? Yeah. No, well, um, let's talk about. I want to talk about Javante Davis because okay. actually, because we'll this has uh, this has something to go with. Uh, I have one last thing here. We wrote. I wrote down. Did we see Cotto age in the ring? Yes and no. We yes saw no. glimpses. We I saw glimpses too. of it. We the, saw glimpses. The injury, of it. I think, made it part of that one. 
Yeah, so I'm not going to put all that on him, but yes, we did. So let's talk about Javante Davis. What, what did he say about the Koto Sadama? Give me fight? one quick second because okay. I... So Javante Davis is a guy who just had his had a, his final felony charge dropped. He, he was unprofessional, didn't make weight on the biggest probably event of, of our generation's lifetime we'll ever see as far as for pay-per-view, and that was on the Mayweather-McGregor card. Didn't make weight, very unprofessional. Then he came into the ring looking like the freaking cookie monster. And now I've, I heard Adrian, Adrian Broner's trainers complaining about him. His man, how Broner's com- trainer gonna complain about you talking me just being ignorant? Talk his man, being ignorant. Just run around looking like the cookie monster. Man, Tank, get it together. There's already people that I know that liked you and, and had a lot of faith in you that are like whining off slowly, just like everybody did with Adrian Broner. Don't be the next boner. I mean, it. well, maybe you want to be the next boner and stiffen up, but don't be the boner moves. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Don't let that happen to you, Tank. You want to be Frank the Tank, or Javante the Tank, Davis. And you know what's really making me mad is I found this. You found something else? You get sidetracked over here? No, I didn't get I didn't get sidetracked. I found this thing, what he was saying. But just paraphrase it. Okay, yeah. If anything, can... we'll start a cool rumor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if, it, if it's just a cool rumor, make sure, hey, yo, 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 you heard it here first. Go ahead and pass it around. Just pass it around. Pass it around. We'll start a rumor today. We'll start. Well, man, what did Javante Davis? Okay, what did, so what did that fool anyway, say? Javante Davis, Javante Davis, who was basically talking about how, yeah, all you old timers need to shut up, man. Us new classes coming. It's better fighters. You need to step out the way. Basically, yeah. just running. Basically, just running so his like, mouth. It's, it's these young hip hop MCs doing this too, and the young boxers. Oh my God, I don't know. What to do with this world anymore. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. horrible. And this is where we were talking. This is what we were talking about before, you know. We got into it. It's just like me being the old guy. Like I hate these. I hate the new generation. I hate all of this because it doesn't. It shows a lack of respect for your. It shows a lack of respect for your sport and those people ahead of you. Like whether you're better than them or not, you still got to pay homage to what it is. It's one thing. I mean, I would. I would. I'd take a hundred. 60-pound Miguel Cut over 130-pound Javante Davis today, right now. And as you, yeah, because the thing is, Javante Davis, yeah, you were a champ. You, you, you couldn't you were beat the, him you were today. The, you were the, you were the <laughs> IBF champion for one fight, and then you lost it on the scale. On the so, scale. So don't, Didn't so don't, look, don't, person. don't pull an Adrian Broner. They gave your belt to a ring card. Don't, girl. don't pull an Adrian Broner. And think that all of Floyd's Wait, accomplishments did you just say are Boner? no. Okay, I said Broner. Okay, okay. I said don't think that all of Floyd's accomplishments are your accomplishments. Yeah. Don't think that Saddam He's Ali your boss, beating. Bro. Don't think that Saddam Ali beating yeah. Miguel Cotto has anything to do with you because it doesn't. You couldn't beat a one fifty four pound Saddam Ali today. Yeah. So not at one hundred thirty, bro. No, you ain't there yet. You ain't so, there yet. So and then um somebody. I'm gonna find uh, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, I forgot who it was. Right after that, was talking about, hey man, you gotta you gotta respect the greats and the people who came before you of that. So, I'm you don't mad have that to you don't have to right you there. don't have to sit and kiss nobody's butt and and pray to them about whom. You don't. But just if, when you see them, you show them some love. Yeah. And don't disrespect them verbally or in public. You know what I'm saying? At all. If you want to have your jokes around the side with your friends, you keep that private in your own private life. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's just one of the things. I mean, you wouldn't make. And see, this is the reason why. I'm 
not a fan of the mercy rule. I'm a fan of pummeling people. I'm a plan, I'm a fan of stepping on their throats. Like the mercy the head rule off. is that in football, right? No, the mercy rule is in uh, little league uh, baseball. Like once they run the uh, score up, yeah, yeah, yeah. once they run the score up too high, you know they call the game. And it was like, nah, no homeboy. Yeah. If you got a problem with this, then stop it. So like, if I see an older school uh, fighter beat a younger see, school fighter, like most of the time I, I, I can already see walking out to the field. Nah. No, no, let, no, no for I don't real. care if it's 30 to nothing is no, bottom of the that's seventh. The reason, that's the reason why we got a generation of soft kids right, right now, man. That kind of stuff irritates Stiffing me, man. Up, try to so come back, it's just son. Like, no, because at the same time is... We'll let you get back in the game and live. No, so at Under the same time is you run your mouth now, but then shoes on the other foot, you get ran off, then you're going to you're gonna start crying on about it. Not necessarily saying he would, he might, but you never know how he's going to be You know when it comes to that because... Nowadays, what I see with this generation of athletes, and that's all across the board, they're so quick to dish it out. But when somebody comes for your neck, <laughs> their, their feelings are hurt. They're getting yep. sued. It's one. It, <laughs> I, I've seen it way too many times. It's just like, no, don't go, don't run, don't cry now. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that. That's right. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. When I say I'm with you, I don't mean that as an expression. I mean that I'm with you. Now. Since we're on Javante Davison, TMT, who is a TMT fighter, now the money team has paid some step-aside money to a leader, Alvarez, so Badoo Jack can fight Adonis Stevenson. I like that move, because yeah. now what are you going to do with Superman? What are you going to do You now? know what's really funny is... I know he's recovering from an injury, that's why he didn't fight a leader, Alvarez, yet, but I like that move. I like it a lot, because Badoo Jack just vacated the belt he had. He yeah. just vacated it, that he uh -huh. just won, and now he's going right after Donna Stevenson. This is, uh, I, there might be some personal things about this one. Um, I think the uh, G-Jack is uh, just, something about his face he doesn't like. That's what it seems like, because he's going after him pretty seriously. Badu Jack going after Adonis Adonis Stevenson? Stevenson? He needs to be careful, because... But do Jack could get knocked out in the first two rounds sure easy could. by Adonis sure Stevenson. Could. So he needs but to slow down a little is, bit. At the same time, is Badu Jack, who did he fight last? Um, I want to say James DeGale. No, but that was not. That's not right because he just beat somebody up at 175. Exactly. Who was it? You're you're the look, man. Wait, wait, wait. okay, but Nathan Cleverly. Nathan Cleverly, good job. Boom. James DeGale um, was right before that though, and the way that he beat Nathan Cleverly was just he outboxed him down. and then Body beat shots. him down. So, man, I think that Nathan Cleverly. I think I had picked on that one. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, I thought he was the bigger had, guy. Yeah, he was a bigger more guy. More experienced, and he Out. got snatched. And then so. With me, with this, Donald Stevenson can't knock his clock, knock his block off in the first couple yep. rounds. But I don't want to. I think with this, not this Adam Ali fight, but what I've been thinking about it is, you know, I love boxers. I love boxers. Mm -hmm. I love the one-two. Yep. I love the setup. Yep. I love the jab. I the love counter. all of the anything. I love the counter. I love the, the pure, just the science of it. I think I'm gonna have to stick to my guns and start taking boxers from now on, man. Like okay. the power, just the power, is like I always worry about it because like it can change the look of a fight. Yeah, Donna Stevenson has that, but if Badu Jack stays to his game plan, he can beat him. Badu Jack is a is a devastating body puncher who has power in both hands. He doesn't have knockout power, one punch no. knockout power like a mm -mm. Donna Stevenson does. But when you have that one punch knockout power, no matter how skilled you are. You're still going to be the gambler instinctively anytime you're in the corner or in a, or feel you're down on the yeah, fight. Yeah, especially when you feel you're down on the fight. That's all you're going to do. And and there might be times when your career is done and that punch saves you. Saves you. And brings you right back to the top before you fall back down again. But that's just what happens. It's part so, of the game. 
regardless when this fight gets made or uh, it's official and we get a date for it, I want Adonis Stevenson to lose. I'm tired of him having a belt. I'm tired of a cradle robin <laughs> with the belt. And you know what's funny is like I, I don't know how that has to do with I, underage kids, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, cradling baby. Okay, I guess. Gotcha. I guess. There you go. So, I actually glanced glanced over um, an article. I didn't read it in full because you it's know, all the I'm headlines. Like, Psh, yeah. No, I, I was. A, yeah, I know basic, what it meant. Ba- ba- basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I can t- I can tell what you guys were going with this. I know what you said. But they were talking about how Donna Stevenson has a lack of mandatories for a WBC yeah. champion. Yeah, totally. Not the, even like, Mexican. Like I don't get it. I don't like get how? it. Not even Mexican. I don't understand. I don't know. He's, 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 he's he got was dirt like a Haitian pimp. So he's, I, he's got dirt on somebody. He's got, he got some serious so dirt. Like, he's pimping somebody. Yeah, to yeah, have yeah. his belt this yeah. long and be like, just chilling with it. No, I'm just not going to fight chilling with it, too. Fighting once a year. That's it. But if I had to pick today, I, I, I would pick Donna Stevenson and knock him out today. And you know what? I see how, how, it, how it builds up. And then most of the time when I find out I agree with you or you agree with me, we're both wrong. Probably. And this is how I know that you're poison to me. So... You take Adonis Stevenson. <laughs> We're going down together. I, I officially reserve the right to make my pick before the fight. You usually make it afterwards. You're like my you're like my younger brother. His team yeah. always makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I suck, yeah. son. Every year. Every, every year, year your team makes it to the Super Bowl. But while we're on the 175-pound division, Mike Gavronsky, local out of Tacoma, ranked 13th in the world. It's been a while since we've had a ranked world-ranked fighter from Washington State and coming straight out to town, baby, Mike Gavronsky. Congratulations to Mike Gavronsky. We've seen him actually fight more than a few times. More than so. a few times. More than a few times. So hopefully we'll see you on that big stage, man. And now, that- we, there's a lot of fights going on this weekend. Before that, we'll go We'll go quickly into the into all the legends that retired. Uh, we're not going to go into every fight card. We're going to the key ones here. So all the legends that retired this year. So obviously we had Miguel Cotto, instant Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, we already went over him, so we don't need to discuss. Mayweather out, retired for the third time. Um, Timothy Bradley, my man. Your great, man, your, great time retired. What is, he, what is he in your top three? He's in my top three of all time. He is, all time favorite he fighters. Is, <laughs> all time favorite fighters. What's funny is he's in the same stage or the same caliber as Miguel Cotto as far as always fought everybody, mm-hmm. but... The two, the the Pacquiao win, mm-hmm. unfortunately, is probably like the only like skid mark on his. Yeah, well, he redeemed himself really well after that fight with that Provodnikov. Yeah, to where a lot of people that were sending him death threats became mm-hmm. fans because so, of that fight. So, so come Hall of Fame time, it's just like ah, oh, that Pacquiao fight. Nah, we let him in. We we'll let him in. We let him yeah, in, dude, we'll let because him in. his resume speaks for itself. Speaks he didn't duck nobody, and he's fan-friendly fighter. Fan-friendly fighter. Like, That's right, my makes man. Makes a great man. So shout-out to Tim Bradley. Juan Manuel Marquez retired also. Shout-out to Juan Manuel Marquez. Always a great, always You know what? The first three names that we just named is just... Three you, guys can, that, you can literally yeah. pull up YouTube or any one of their fights, and you're going to be entertained. The only disappointment is that Miguel Cota didn't get to fight those two. Yeah. That's it, because they fought each other. Yeah. That's it. And that would have probably been a good fight. He, he might have been too big, too strong for him. Could but have been. Then uh, Vladimir Klitschko. Vitaly. Uh, Vitaly Klitschko. Sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, them Russians. It's all right. I understand. Man, you're racist. But yeah, I know a little bit. Vitaly, the meaner of the Klitschkos. The meaner of the Klitschko with Dr. Iron Fist. Ricardo Mayorga, one of my favorite fighters. Because he would, after the fight, he had a Corona and a cigarette. Who does that? And it was Don Smoking Building. True Mexican. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, I think he's, he's from Nicaragua. But Nicaragua? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Mayorga. Probably. Mayorga. But hey, had a boxing and MMA career. MMA career. Really, but I think the careers went the same route. You know, <laughs> half and half was his fights. Uh, but still, just good entertainment. 
just a brawler. No real boxing like training or style, but he just came to fight. He was like the uh, the, the the dude from uh, UFC. What's his name? The Kimball Slice. He's the Kimball Slice of, of uh, you know Nicaragua. And then we also had Shane Mosley forced into retirement. Luckily for him, you know, to a surgery or injury. And then we had the the, the great one, Andre Ward. Probably the one of the last him and Floyd for our generation could be probably some of the last boxers we see for a little bit. That that just purely unbeatable. We're not gonna have like we're I think we're gonna be in the generation now to where it's going to be like it was back in the day. Yeah, nobody's everybody's retiring. Nobody's, nobody's, retiring. Nobody's, yep. no, nobody's retiring undefeated. Because so, I think they all want it, but mm-hmm. they all also want to not duck anybody, it seems like. Maybe, but they want to make sure the money's right. Unless you, maybe. You know. The only people that I can see retiring with um, undefeated, maybe Triple G. You know, We'll see how this Canelo rematch goes yep. once they do make that official because Canelo is the only person I see who can beat him. Yeah. Anybody outside of that, it's not happening. Yep. The winner of Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, I can see yep. undefeated because I don't see any yet. I think that's going to be a trilogy that they might they're split the they, first they could, two. They could split. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, it happens. Unless Father Time, I mean... Like, I, Lo- like, I love Loman, Terrence Lo- Crawford. Lomachenko... Oh, Terrence Crawford, Lomachenko, but I'm not Gilmore even 100% Rigan. that I can say Terrence Crawford will... Yeah, because somebody like Errol Spence might show up. Because they get to be on track for a trilogy, Yeah, and I don't see Terrence Crawford beating them twice, because Errol Spence is real smart, man. I can or the other way I around. I see Terrence Crawford. I don't know. Undefeated. We'll so see. So it's just like we got a handful of people who are actually um, going yeah. undefeated that, so, we, that we think. But Andre but, Ward, salute to you, man. It's been a pleasure watching his entire career, especially... It's been Miguel a pleasure with All these everyone. guys, man. All these and guys. I... We got to see Jordan too. You know what I'm saying? We we and we discussed this too, man. Like we were at the perfect age. Yeah. Right before this millennial stuff popped Mumble off, rapping. all that mu- rapping, all this uh, cell phones. <laughs> like we got to see a lot. We got to see a lot of great yeah. performance VHS on a lot porn. of. <laughs> yeah. All you gotta do is stop it, and you pick up right where you right, left right? off. VHS you know exactly porn. where you're at. <laughs> exactly where you're at every single time. So all the legends, I salute you, and all erections a half mass for Hugh Hefner. Oh uh, yeah, still. Now, we're not going to go into this PBC card too much because we've got all these other big fights going on. Mm-hmm. So we got Luis Ortiz coming back against Daniel Martz. Uh, then we got Bryant Goodfellow Perella versus Alex yeah, that's Martin. That's your man's. That's, that's my man's. man's. I hope he that. comes in with just a vest today. You know, just, just, just a vest. vest. Just a vest. This is, you know what I'm saying? Or just do maybe the dinner jacket, no suit, no tie, or button up, no tie, maybe. I don't know how you want to work it. Or just go full stripper, get the button, pull off, just rip it off, man. Or... Just come in like a fighter, maybe a rope, or throw a towel around your neck. How about, let's, 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 let's save a little money in case this fight doesn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Not that I don't believe in you, but let's move on. It's shaking your confidence from the last fight, getting knocked out. Nah, you know, <laughs> you got to talk a little smack to him just because maybe it'll motivate him. We'll see what he does here. Because he took a little break off. I mean, it's got to be tough when, when, when you're the yes man, and then you go down. Now, have you heard of Ahmad El Biali? You probably seen him fight. Might not remember. He's Egyptian no. or like uh, I believe he's Egyptian, but he's fighting John Pascal. So he's like eleven. I want to say eleven and zero with ten knockouts. Maybe I should look him up. You Hold should. on. Look up John Pascal. It'd be easier. I, I, don't tell me how to do this. Look, you do. You're over it's, there. Okay, it's you have Jean your job. Pascal. Sounds Canadian. Jean Pascal. Oh, it is Canadian. French Canadian actually. But Ahmad Elia Elbiali. Sixteen and zero. Sixteen and zero. Mm-hmm. With how many knockouts? 13. 13 knockouts. It looks Egyptian or something. It's something September 11th. But 
This is a, a fight purely to get a good name on your resume, I have to say. Because Jean Pascal looked done in the last fight I saw him. I don't even, I, I, I want to say it was against Lucian Boutte. I don't even remember who it was. Nope, it was the leader, Alvarez. Oh, that's he, right. He worked him. Well, he lost the majority decision. In that yeah, one. he worked him on that one. I don't know how it was majority decision because he worked him on that one. I remember that fight. But Jean Pascal, always entertaining, always shows up. He's, he, he reminds me of uh, Ricardo Mayorga, not the most... Uh, you know, trained Lucian as far Butte. as when it comes to the boxing Lucian skills. Butte was in 2014, bro. Dang, man. way back. Hey, man, father time, man. It's Catching up with me, I should retire with Kodo. But this is old versus new. Maybe Changing of the guards, kind of change- like that. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. Hey, John Pascal, 31 and five, uh, 18 knockouts, hey. man. Um, Enjoy the main event on Fox Sports One. This might be the last main event you get, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying what it is. Now. uh... Remember Eduardo Ramirez? Not the spoiler yeah, who I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, he's fighting. He's traveling across the pond to fight Lee Selby. So that's going to be an interesting fight because I want to see what he's going to be able to do and against the him. featherweight title. Now we got James DeGale yeah, against Caleb Tro. I feel, I feel like we should look into this one a little bit because Caleb Tro. I want to... The name rings a bell, but I'm not too familiar with him. We've watched him fight before, man. But I think he's he, a journeyman, right? What is he got? Like, probably like two or three losses on him. He's a, you know what? Nah. One loss? Let me see. Hold on. No, that's. Let's see. Gale. Hey, he's 28 and 3. 28 and 3, okay. Yep, yeah. and this is for the IBF Super Middleweight title. James so Gale. He's 28 and 3 with 18 knockouts. Who's James Gale's last fight? Was it Badu Jack? Has it been that long? Steve Hart, because I know that was a tough fight for him, man. He barely got out with the draw on that. Who, what? Are you James, talking James about Gale. James Gale? Who's his last fight? Uh, Badu Jack. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so it's been a minute and for him. It was him. a draw, majority draw. Yeah, that was a tough fight. Been a minute for him, so I guess this is. And good, then remember, we watched the fight the before with. that, Rahelio Medina. Yes, that was a great one. Yeah. So, so James Gale, welcome now. back into the ring. We'll see what you're gonna do here. You say you want to be dominant at 168. You're gonna have to redeem yourself by uh, maybe moving up to 175 and taking on this competition, or go for a third fight with George Groves if he if he gets past Chris Eubank Jr. and wins that Super World Boxing Super Series. Now, Dennis Shavikov. Yep. He's uh, going to be headlining a fight on, uh, I think, uh, HBO Latino. And then uh, it's actually the opening fight card on the and HBO And you guys fight. remember J- Dennis Shavikov. He is the American spoiler. Yes. He is the Until first. he faced Robert Easter. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he faced Robert Easter. Lost a uh, uh, unanimous decision. Uh, lost the split, uh, won the split decision versus Richard Comey. That was uh, a good one. That was a great fight, great also. Fight. But he was the w- first person to give uh, Jamel Herring his uh, first loss. His first loss, though, the uh, American Olympian. So, uh, so Dennis Shapkoff is versus Renee Alvarado, who is twenty-seven and eight. Okay, so this is definitely a journeyman, a good fight to get up. Is a good opportunity for Renee Alvarado because they're the headliner on HBO Latino because it's going to shift over to regular HBO when Francisco Vargas comes back into the ring. And he's going against Steven Smith. Stephen A. Smith? No, this is uh, Stephen. Uh, this is the British Smith, Stephen Smith. Probably one of his. He probably owes Stephen A. Smith reparations, if anything. But I don't. I don't know if he's one of the. I don't want to be racist. He's one of the Smith brothers, like Liam and uh, the other one that's in the World Boxing Super Series. What's his name? Callum. Callum Smith and Liam Smith. Yeah, it must be. It's, it, that, it, it flow, I feel like it flows right together. So, But he's going against Francisco Vargas. So this is going to be a tough fight for both these guys. Yeah, Steven Smith, this is gonna be 25 and 3. It's going to be a great this fight. This is going to be a brawl. Uh, 15 knockouts. you got somebody who's going to be 
across the pond, UK, UK's been putting out a lot of great fighters, <sighs> great fighters. lately. Um, and even if they're not great fighters, they, come, they, they show are. Up. Yeah. So, um, Stephen Smith, uh, here's a couple of uh, names you guys might recognize. Jason Sosa. I remember that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you remember Jason Sosa, Sosa yep. who got annihilated by <sighs> Lomachenko. Lomachenko. And then uh, we got uh, Jose Pedraza, Ooh, um, who got demolished by Javante Davis. Yep. So those are a couple of names that he that he has um, under his belt. So, so is this Francisco Vargas's first fight back from his loss to Mickey Roman, Miguel Roman? Let me see. Uh, Miguel Burchell. Miguel Burchell, sorry. Yeah. Mickey Roman's on the fight guard. Yeah. So yeah. So, so this, this is first is fight back since the day after my birthday earlier wow. this year. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that was almost, that was a, that was a, a tough fight. Off. That was a good fight, too. So, ooh, he, he's going to be in with a live dog. So, I like the competition they're going to put him in with for a comeback fight, um, especially coming off of a loss like that because that was a tough fight for him. So, we'll see what he does. Now, we got Tim Farmer on the HBO Fight Card. You know what, man? I I expected this guy to be gone a long – not gone as far as it, but him getting shot in the hand earlier this year – I didn't expect the I didn't expect the next few months, literally yeah. like three months, three months or, so, less, or something like three that, months or less. for him to be in. Yeah. What do you look at your watch for? Like you just had the months. Oh, you got to. I was like three months. I was like, did you really look at your watch? Your your watch go back that far? Yeah. You know, say, it's one of those smart watches, bro. Nah, <laughs> the fact that he's back this soon, man, it's just uh, well, it's either I don't want to say I don't want to say nothing. A real horrible idea. That's why I said or, I don't want to say nothing. Or you're, you're just, just really dedicated, man, and so. the injury wasn't that bad. You knew how to take care of it. You know, and you're gonna wrap your hands anyways, right? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's what it is. But it's it's good to see him back in the ring. Now um, this is a guy that he has four losses in his career. All, Japanese or, last name, right? Who? Is that right? Ken, the Tim Farmer's facing. Yeah. Kenichi Ogawa. Ogawa. Okay, Ogawa. Yeah. Ogawa. Oga- so, Ogawa. Uh, well, I'm going to go out on a living guess and say that this guy's going to come forward. Yeah. Probably the whole fight? Probably. He's, he's 21. He's probably not going to get knocked out. 22-1. 22-1. <laughs> okay. And he looks like a tough fighter. Oh, he's yeah, definitely. super featherweight. And no. you're looking like a, you're looking like another I see a spirit animal guy. just in his photo. Yeah, so. Yeah. This is going to be a tough actually, one for we'll you. we'll see because even looking at this guy's resume, his last one, two, three, four, five, six fights, this guy, uh... Ogawa, his last six fights were all against, it looks like, other Japanese fighters okay. and stuff like that, too. So well, we I'm pretty sure when level. he goes to Tevin Farmer's record, he's like, you found number of black dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but at the same, yeah. at the same time, though, I, I level, get what you're saying. I level you. of competition, level we're, of class, defi- yeah. we're definitely going to see where he goes. We're so a little I'm actually, bit more excel still in the sport, but... So I'm giving a Tevin Farmer should have this easy win. This should be... This, it should be... He's tailor-made uh, for me. He's a slick boxer, man. We know he wants class. a Javante Davis... Different class. Different class. We, we know he wants a Javante Davis fight. I hope he gets that fight. Because uh, this is a guy who's got, what, three losses, Tim Farmer? Tim Farmer got four losses. Four losses. Yeah. Four losses. And just early just, in his career. Early in his career and just came on. He's just slick now. Yeah. You know it's, what I'm saying? Uh, it's kind of hard to He can look at two people at the same time and talk to them. That's how good he is. If you guys Take listen to the show two. and you come <laughs> you up to two this, people you're going to know exactly who Tevin Farmer is. That's very rude. It's very accurate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the only way that I can come hey, up with that. He man. owns it. Little John doesn't. No, that's what it is. Mm. But I wouldn't. I would say. I mean, no, I wouldn't say it to him. I wouldn't do that at all. Now, we have Orlando Salido as the main event on this fight card against Miguel Roman. This is. I like this fight. 
This is two come forward brawlers, right? Miguel Roman's good. Orlando Slito, he's getting up there. He's uh might be older getting, than Cotto. Getting, he's got there. Yeah, how old is he? He's the same, same age as Miguel Cotto, thirty-seven. Okay. Same age as Miguel Cotto. So, this is a guy who will probably fight forever. He's got like what eighty fights, ten losses, something like that. <laughs> right? Forty-four wins, thirteen uh, losses, uh, thirty-one KOs. Yeah. And after all that, your claim to fame is you beat Lomachenko. Yep. It bullied him. Bullied him. Disrespected the the weights on purpose. It just came and overpowered him. And it was was a good fight to watch because he started losing in the last half of it and barely got the win. So his claim to fame is not just that fight. Well, I mean, that's how we recognize and remember him as. But he's fought a lot of good fighters. He's had a good, tough career. Got knocked out, I believe, by Yorkus Gamboa somewhere down there, right? No, he lost the unanimous decision to Gamboa. Well, I knew knew he lost to him. So it it was a... He's had a good prominent career, but for him to even still be fighting is just probably... He's getting a paycheck because... Let's look at Miguel Robin real quick because we know what the old dog is Well, first of all, he's a a tough Mexican fighter, man, so you can never really count those. Miguel Roman, he's the one who you were talking about as far as the fight 57 and 12 with 44 Ah. knockouts, man. So they have a combined fights of over 100... They have over 100 fights together. How old, they, how old is this one? Is he 37? 32. So not only do you have more fights, <laughs> you're, you're five years younger. Whoa. Nah, this is a dude who fought probably twice a month. Bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, I'm just going to go on, it's not even going out on a limb. Miguel Roman retires Orlando Salido. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like <laughs> just, it. Just, he's five I think five they're going to go younger. out like uh, grown-ups. Like, you know, like uh, the fat guy from uh, King Queens. I think they're just going to both quit. Kevin James? Yeah, they're going to quit like in the 11th round to get their fake injuries and just, just stop. <laughs> just because maybe these guys have had enough. Nah, I, this is this is, this is is an interesting headline because we got two seasoned vets in there. Miguel Roman, getting ahead, he beat somebody. Who was his last fight? Because he just beat somebody to get this fight. And also, the way that we're pulling this stuff up is through the Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iTunes. So, like, if you guys are over here looking at records or you guys are looking up anything like that, man, just feel free to scroll through the app. We got a lot of stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, had one of my boys actually yeah. sat there and look at it, and he was just like, yo, man, do you know what you really have here? And if we and the thing is, we do it, give it back to you. Yes, yes, yes. The people. Yes. I don't know if you guys understand. That's Bane reference. That's but right. anyway. But what were you saying? The Gal Robin. He's getting this Orlando Salido shot. I know partially what because... Were you, what were you asking? But, who did he fight last? Um, he fought a Neri Sagulin, but you're thinking of uh, Takashi Miri. Okay. Mira. That was the one. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was, was earlier one. this year. That was earlier this year. Okay. That's the fight there where I remember that was the one that put him on TV. Great fight to watch. That's why he's getting the Salido fight. Salido's getting this heavy... You know, he's getting he's getting this headliner because Lomacheco is going to be... is busy this weekend. And he didn't want to take the money offered. So uh, he's still getting a headliner, and we'll see what happens with this. Cause, and if uh, you guys are, and if you guys are wondering who Takashi Mura was, he was the fighter of the year uh, in 2015 with Francisco, Francisco Vargas, Vargas, correct under the Miguel Cotto and yep. Canelo Alvarez undercard. That's Isn't correct. It funny how boxing just all wraps in you guys. It's just like it's like the Avengers comic book movies. It's all just, it's like, into it's just like they all merge except, into one. Except it's naturally happening. It's amazing. It wasn't written. Yes. Now, finally, how about you? So if they're if they're looking if they're on it for if they're listening to a Thursday, 
when we drop. You're going to have one day, 19 hours and 58 minutes until we got Superman versus Superman, I read. Master versus Master. Sifu versus Sifu. Sensei versus Sensei. We got the two grand champions. My line is tight. Her. Lucian DMX facing each other here. We got someone who knows to bring entertainment. Someone who's got super fast hands, slick, and, and the ladies seem to like him too, versus the man who doesn't know how to smile. And him and Bill Belichick had a stare off. They told each other jokes and they were laughing the whole time. Nobody could tell that they were laughing. It's just a straight poker face. Guillermo Regendo moving up two weight divisions. Who's also known for being kind of a boring, not entertaining fighter. He's only born to the casuals. But at the same time... His rebuttal is like, you know, his style is similar to Mayweather's. You know, just Mayweather had personality with it. You just get get a poker face. That's the difference. But, and also not everybody understands your Spanish-ish talk. So, this is a fight that uh, I've been actually waiting for. Kind of like a holiday. This is as big as the Triple G Canelo fight to me. But I'm still Mm. a little torn. Without picking a winner yet. No. Is this going to be gonna, the greatest gonna, fight we ever seen or the boringest po- fight possible? I don't think it. I think the styles will make it good regardless. I don't think it can be boring. Guillermo, so Guillermo's he's got good power. Yeah. And he's smart too. So he's the thing is, he's going to make it he's going to make it look good just for the simple fact that how Lomachenko is going to come out. You seen the video where we, where he grabs the four marbles or whatever it is at, with yeah, one hand. Amazing. So Go to Facebook.com forward slash square circle one one. If you haven't seen the Lomachenko one where he has him on his arm, he throws him up and you see the slow motion just one, two, three, hey, four. You're talking too much. Make a pick. <sighs> man. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Lomachenko on this one, man. I I think uh oh, man, I don't know. Uh, can we, can we try this no. again tomorrow? No? No. Um, so, you're saying Lomachenko. I'm going to say high-tech, man. I'm going with high-tech on this one. So and I'm, I'm not even I'm not very confident with that pick, but I'm, I'm going to tell you why. My heart. Go ahead. Well, he, he's going to be too big, too strong, I think, for uh, Rigando. Rigando can move all he wants, but I think what he won't plan for is that I th- Lomachenko is, is, is one of these guys who's willing to get it dirty, too. He's willing to just kind of come forward and grab you. He's the dude who will, he will take your hand down with one hand just to punch you. And then while you got that guard up, he'll pull it down and pop you. With the, he pull it down with the left, pop you like he's going out for a jab. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does that stuff. So if Rigido thinks he can get his back foot and run, when the crowd starts booing, he'll stop and try to do something, and I think Lomachenko's going to walk right through him at that point. I don't think it's fine. My head says Lomachenko. My heart says Guillermo Rigido. My head usually makes better decisions. <laughs> usually, I'm going with Guillermo Rigando. I think he managed to get knocked out in the sixth round, bro. No, he's not going to get knocked out in the sixth round. And let me tell you why. Lomachenko has never fought nobody with footwork like Guillermo Rigando. Yes. Just as athletic. Yes. He has the power to bother Lomachenko. Yes. He has more power than Nicholas Walters, yes. anybody else, Jason Sosa, anybody uh, else. Too. Uh, Walters couldn't land a punch, but I think the power is equal. The difference is Rigando will land it. That's why I'm saying he has more power because if you have power and you can't land, what's good is your power. I got you, I got you. You know. Axe man. I and I think I honestly think besides even Orlando Salido, I think Guillermo Rigando is somebody who's been an advocate for this fight. I think he's the only person who's genuinely not scared of this dude, and that's the reason why he's coming up. 
to fight this guy. He's going to have to pay the masterpiece. I think he just missed his window. He missed his window of opportunity by not moving up when he should have moved up. The, the, the light is shining on Lomachenko right now. Mm-hmm. He's at probably a better at a better physical peak than Rigando. He's naturally the bigger guy, just as fast. What are the odds? What are the odds are saying on this? I think the odds are 50-50, man. This is a pick-em fight. This is there's there's uh, there. If anything, Lomachenko might be the slight favorite, just because of the weight. Because man, so this is gonna be a tough one. Guillermo Rigando has less. Has uh, uh, Lomachenko has more to lose. Everything is everything is in his favor. Rigando's got the undefeated is. record, man. He's got. They both are under. Well, no, no yeah, no. He's yeah, got Rigando, the, he's he, got the, he has the undefeated the record. Is, how many people have Lomachenko top five pound for pound? Mm-hmm. It's true. So, and even though Rigando has more fights, they're still not. They're still not giving him the respect he deserves because. Of the class of fighters. Now, see, the thing is with Lomachenko is I'm afraid that he's going to get high off his horse and think of, look at how I've defeated and beat everybody. Yeah. You know, look at how Jason Sosa looked. Look how uh, Nicholas Walters looked. You know. I don't know. It's a tough one, man. This is a real tough one. I don't see it on here. I don't see the odds for it. It must not. Well, you guys will look up the odds. I'm too lazy. I don't do it. My man Al probably know about that. I don't know, man. I think think Lomachenko might knock him out because Rigando has been knocked down multiple times. But at, at the same time, is we've seen multiple fight, we've seen multiple fighters take been a little bit more cautious when they step up in a class of fighter. So the one thing I like about Rigando is I see him taking more chances with somebody who may not be as great as opposition, mm-hmm. and it could leave you susceptible to be a little careless, and that's how you get the knockdown. But either way, this man is still undefeated. Yeah. Everybody who's he's put you in know, front last, of his he was last fight was a no uh, no contest because he pulled the dude back in the head. He, he pulled him, him back, served but, him at, up. but at the same time, mm-hmm. just he, like he, we he said, dirty, dirty after one. calling that yeah. fight, I said it was the same as uh, Floyd Mayweather and Victor Ortiz. What was going to happen? It was going to happen regardless. The dude was going to get knocked out, and the dude didn't belong in the ring. Not saying he didn't belong in the, the ring. Cuban fighters' greatest discipline is their greatest weakness, and what's going to hurt him is sitting at that 122 pounds his whole career. But his discipline is why he's going to stay to his game plan and not get flustered when he comes to Lomachenko. Not going to happen, man. He's going. He's going to get knocked out, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah, Nah, well, it's all right. It won't be the first time. You know what's funny? Is he'll have that straight, same straight stoned poker face when he's knocked out. No, he won't even be able to tell. No, no, he's gonna have that same face talking about. If he wins, you think he'll actually smile? No, he's not gonna smile because this is what is that (laughs) That discipline of him. So, (laughs) so you're going Lomachenko. I'm going Rigando. Rigando. How do you think? Okay, how's he gonna win? How's he gonna win? Decision. 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 Really, really close. Decision, man. So I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be on the verge of that triple G uh, Canelo Alvarez decision making with no Adelaide Bird. I think. <laughs> I think, but the thing about it is, if it goes decision, I think uh, Lomachenko is gonna have to. I mean, uh, Guillermo Rigano has gonna win like eight four. It's gonna have to be eight four. It's yeah. gonna be a dominant nah. feature because if it's late on the scorecards, they're not gonna give him. I don't the think. Knot it, on that. I think between, after the sixth round, I think he's on his way out at that point. I, Lomachenko, I don't know. He's just he's special, man. He's he's on point with it, but. How would you feel if it ended like as a draw? I'd be fine with it. Right. I'd be okay. fine with it. The way that this is going, I wouldn't. If the first Sergey Kovalev Andre Ward was a draw, I'd be fine with that. I think if this fight is the gonna, Canelo Alvarez Triple G fight was a draw. I'd be fine with it. I think this is gonna have the highest landed percentage punches. Like it, it's gonna be like eighty thrown, sixty landed for both fighters, something like that. Or the complete opposite. Oh, they, the, yeah, or the complete, yeah, complete opposite. opposite where exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Where um, nobody landed anything. <laughs> Come out unscathed. Just, both of them, both of them, yeah. it's going to be like, 
The Matrix you guys versus, didn't even fight. It's like it was gonna be like the Matrix versus the first Agent Smith fight. It's just like both of these guys just sitting there blocking and hitting just everything, dodging and nothing everything at the same time. And somehow it's just slow motion. Now I put this up uh last week on our page. Of course you didn't see it because I'm better than you. So Guillermo Rigando, and I'm gonna read this verbatim. A uh, few well, no, I'm gonna paraphrase a lot of it because yeah, I can't read. And it's in Spanish. Um, Guillermo Rigando can't believe how the WA is treating one of his champions. So the 122-pound champ, the WA 122-pound champion, is very disappointed that he could lose his title on December 9th, despite that he's moving up two weight classes to challenge the WBO 130-pound champion Vasil Lomachenko. Uh, so, so if he loses the fight, he loses his belt, even though the belt's not on the line. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's dirty. The WBA has That's since ruled dirty. that if Rigando upsets Ukraine's Lomachenko, he'll have five days. After that, to, to decide, decide whether he he'll to return eight. to 122 pounds to defend his title. If Lomachenko beats him, Guillermo, uh, the president, uh, Jose Mendoza, has announced that Ria Rigando would lose his title even though it isn't at 122 bout. So, and he tweeted how dirty. he was upset by dirty. this. And that's a little messed up. I think it's, it's a little shady. That, that's real shady. That's, that's, shady. that's not being a favorite, no matter who it is. still going to get recognized. Yo. Yeah, what's good? Hey, and so this right here, man, we got in the building. We got uh, my man DJ Samaj, who Samaj. is uh, that intro that you guys hear every week. Champions he's in the He's in the building. He's the one who uh, mixed that and put us together. We appreciate you having him. Hey, we wrapping it up, man, so it's yeah, all good, though. Make sure but, you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. My man here is picking Rigando with the poker face to win. By decision, I'm saying he's going to get knocked out. He's going to get KO'd stoppage. I don't think... I'm saying six, maybe eight rounds. But eight, even at eight. the beginning of what you picked, you still said you didn't know, man. I didn't know. Eight rounds. I'm we, call that, we call that Simpson, lemon boo. I stick by my story. <laughs> Eighth round knockout. I'm all going right, with Vasile Lomachenko. Oh, but like I was saying about that last article... Do they treat Canelo Alvarez like that? No, not at They treat Triple G. Well, no, like WBC that. did actually. When? Um, with the because uh, they when they stripped him of it for uh, with the. Oh, before he fought the Triple G and mm-hmm. he had to fight the Liam Smith yeah. and all that. That was the Oscar De La Hoya ploy to. That's the reason why yeah. they got so much money for the Triple G Canelo fight too. So completely understandable. That's because. But no, that's dirty. I've never seen. I've never seen that. Not like this. Not if you go up two weight classes to fight somebody like a Lomachenko. Especially if it's considered somewhat of a mega fight. Yeah, is they did him wrong. So for that main reason alone, well, not that main reason because I think he's better. But I am going to take. But I am going to take him like that. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, man. We all have to learn from our mistakes. That's understandable. And you make a lot of them, so you should be a genius. Yeah, not with picks. Usually, just my women. So new shows every Thursday. Make sure you download the app. Download the app. Make sure you hit us up with some feedback. Talk a little smack to us on Twitter. Talk a smack 101. How we winning again? What is it? If someone tells you something dirty, you gotta say what? Someone took the same situation you're complaining about and won with it. And won with it. Yeah, it was Hootie Tang. Avoid hoes. That's who it was. <laughs> so, we'll talk to y'all. See you.